Welcome to Dice Camera Action in audio form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. For the current Tomb of Annihilation storyline as the Waffle Crew adventures in the jungles of Chult, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dungeon Delve RSS feed. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. We'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew, and welcome to the jungle, my friends. Buddy, and welcome to Dice Camera Action, where nobody dies ever. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Funny. I'm literally just typing. I feel that ache in my joints where a character deaths a Bruin. Yup, yup. Only emotionally. I got the cup ready today, guys. We were just joking earlier that we already know that crying is a free action, but now we know that death is a reaction. And we were also talking about Anna being in the snow last week and Nate being under the sun. Strange reversal. Mm-hmm. The sweet, sweet irony. Sweet, sweet <laughs> irony. Yes. Uh, so previously in Dice Camera Action, Paulton uh, made new friends of two Shadokai assassins in the Shadowfell uh, before setting down roots in a rundown two-story tavern called the Dead-Eyed Drunk. And uh, meanwhile, his companions, the rest of the Waffle Crew, along with... Uh, their new friend, Miranda Moonwhisper, uh, and led by Simon, chased after him. And along the way encountered a nobleman on a horse named uh, Lord Nile, and also a Vistani wagon being uh, led by Strix's half-brother, Isaac, from Barovia. And Isaac seemed to have had a change of heart after losing his fiendish arm and also gave the Waffle Crew Mr. Shambleface! Which Strix pocketed. No, thank you! Which Strix hid away in the folds of her robe. Um, When they finally arrived at the uh, Y-shaped crossroads, which the tavern overlooks, the Waffle Crew found the area blanketed in thick snow with an army of snowmen all around the tavern. Strix barreled toward the tavern on her broom, barged inside to confront Paulton, and was immediately stabbed in the back by the two Shatterkai assassins and went down. One of the assassins took Mr. Shambleface off of her before her body disappeared in oily black smoke um, and sort of fell into the floor. Whereupon, Strix had a side adventure with the C-Team over in Acquisitions, Inc., where she found herself in the Underdark in a in the city with Drow. And there, uh, she helped the C-Team out of a fix and also secured a couple things, a few things, that she hopes will help her friends back in the Shadowfell, whereupon horrible beasties dragged her back down into the earth and uh, the C-Team never saw her again. It was graphic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, While Strix has been absent, Diath nimbly darted through the army of snowmen toward the tavern, getting very, very close. Evelyn, at uh, pretty much the same, except flying through the air with her flaming sword, knocking snowmen in the head as she goes, in the heads as she, uh, she flies by. And uh, following them as well, Miranda, 
uh, found herself kind of swarmed by these and used her ring of the ram to slam one of the uh, snowmen back, whereupon the snow fell away, revealing that underneath each of these snowmen is an ice palton with a sword. Miranda, what would you like to do? You are now surrounded by these ice paltons. Uh, you were also shot by a dart that came out of uh, Simon's mouth some distance back. He's about 60 feet away from you. The snowmen are much closer. They're within 5 to 15 feet of you. Okay. Um, how far away am I from the tavern? You're, let's say, that you are 30 feet. 30 feet. All right. I'm going to try to hidden paths up to the roof. Okay. Now, uh, you notice right away that uh, this two-story tavern is in pretty bad shape, and there is a thick, uh, heavy weight of snow on top of the roof. There are holes in the roof uh, that the snow is falling into, um, all in all pretty dilapidated. On one corner of the building is a, a turret that's a little bit higher than the rest of the structure. Um, you can pretty much choose to move yourself onto the main roof or onto the roof of the turret, your choice. Can I see anything on the turret? Uh, yeah, you can see at the top of the conical roof of the turret is an iron weather vane with a raven worked into its design, a wrought iron raven. Uh, I'm actually going to jump up to the roof where they're close to a hole, not okay. like right into it, but close. Got it. Okay, uh, so as you materialize on the rooftop, I would like you to make a dexterity saving throw to stay on the roof. All right, that's... And, and you do not have any disadvantage on this because of your despair, so... Eleven. All right, that is enough. You are able to hold on. Um, and as you hang on near the hole in the roof, you can feel the roof give underneath you slightly. It sags more, and you hear creaking and groaning as it's struggling to bear even your slender weight. And as you look down into the hole, you can see the snow to be a wrecked room that may have been like a, an innkeeper's quarters upstairs or something like that. You can see wrecked furnishings down below, a little bit of light streaming through crooked windows, things like that, but it doesn't look like it's occupied. Okay. Okay, so you are now on the roof of the building and out of the reach of the ice paltons. That for you, uh, the hidden paths for you was a bonus action. What else would you like to do? I would like to mask of the wild and try and make myself not so visible up here. Okay. Um, and so, does that require any check on your part? Uh, yeah, so you can attempt to hide, so make a stealth check. Which for you is a dexterity check. Plus three. 22. Whoa, okay. <laughs> so even though you're on a white roof, um, you are able to uh, mask yourself quite nicely. Excellent. I rolled a 19. That's the only reason why. Excellent. Good job. Great start. All right, uh, down below, Miranda, you can see Lord Nile still wading through. Um, it's his turn now, and he's going to hack at uh, the um, 
uh, one of the, the ice paltons, and he hits it twice and actually shatters it. Uh, and then you see he's sort of ganged up on by a whole pack of these ice paltons who start oh, no. thrusting and stabbing at him with their swords. Diath, you're, yes. you're 30 feet away. You slipped through the vanguard of ice paltons. You're now kind of staring at the tavern with the darkened doorway open, um, darkness within. To one side of the tavern, to your left, parked is the battered old coach pulled by the ogre zombie with the hook hand. Um, and the zombie is just sort of staring stupidly off into space, not paying any attention to anything that's going on. Okay. Is there a, um, like, stairway up or anything to this tavern or structure, or is it just like No, it's, the... it's sort of perched on a bit of a hill, so there's, there's nothing really. There's, like, a step leading into the doorway. Oh, so it's got a little bit of a hill. Okay. Just, yeah, it's, yeah, and uh, the other thing, um, you can see that most of the tavern is made of wood that's deteriorating, but there is a big stone chimney off to one side, there's the turret off to the other side, and then hanging from all the eaves are these weird glyphs made out of twigs that have all been bound together. Right. Uh, and then Evelyn is like behind me. Yeah, she's sort of up and to, up into your right. Uh, she's just sort of flown over, gone over the snowman. So she's kind of as close to the tavern as you, but elevated. Yeah, she said she was dragging the hardest Benelli, flaming yeah. like and just sort of across. yeah. She was just sort of whacking snowman on the head. All right, so I'm just going to keep my forward motion, continue sprinting forward, uh, towards the entrance of this tavern. Okay. But once I get close enough, uh, I'm actually going to do a moon salt, and at the peak of that moon salt, as I'm turning around, I take a flask of oil and throw it straight down at the ground just splattering the oil all around near this entrance in Evelyn's path. Okay. Okay, so... And then, yeah. then like, I'll, I'll land and then, like, turn my attention back towards, like, the tavern. Okay, so do you want to be... When you end your move, after you've thrown the flask down and splashed oil in the doorway, do you want to be outside the tavern? Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, yeah, so I'll still be outside yeah. the, uh, the tavern, and, like, the oil is basically, like, making a protective barrier... <laughs> Uh, near the entrance. Okay. All right. And uh, so drawing the oil, smashing it, that'll be your action, and then you complete your move and you're done. Yeah. And then Evelyn, you're flying through the air. You saw Diaz take an oil flask, shatter it down in, fr in front of the door, the open doorway of the tavern, and then deke to the side, basically. And did you say Paulton had come out of the tavern, or he's presumably no, still inside? presumably still inside. The last you saw, Strix rocketed inside the tavern and is in there somewhere. And I can arrive at the tavern door yes. on this turn. Yeah, you, you're 30 feet away from the tavern door. Okay, so I, uh, I land next to Diaz, and I give him a nod. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I understand what you did, I see it. And then I step through the oil, through the open doorway. Okay. Uh, do you want to let your sword ignite the oil? No. I'm holding it above the oil, ready, okay. but I'm not. As you attempt to move through the doorway, it feels like you're walking into a sponge. And then you are pushed back by an unseen force. I yell through the unseen force, Paulton! As, as you look into the dark interior of the tap room, uh, you can see 
uh, Paulton in its depths. A lot of the furniture has been moved around and pushed out of the way. Just inside the door, a little ways, there's a blanket, like a torn piece of blanket or rug, kind of lying in a pile. Uh, and then beyond that, about 15 feet beyond that, you see Paulton. He is a dark shape in the darkness, um, but his eyes are glowing blue. Paulton? She's like, kind of like... And um, Paulton, you see Evelyn in the doorway, and when she tried to enter, she got repulsed. I'm, she has her sword, but she's kind of putting it behind her and, and has one hand out, like, coaxing like a scared dog. And she's, Paulton, I know that this isn't you. I know, I know something's talking to you. And listen, I've, I've never asked anything of you, have I? I've never asked you to be anything other than you are. I've never asked you to do anything other than what you want, but I'm asking you now. Your family is here. And if that's ever meant anything to you, if you've ever cared anything for me, stop and take that ring off. Don't make me do this. Chris, how do I feel about this? The ring says to you, hey, it's you and me forever, bro. Don't listen to her. They left you to the mercy of Strahd and Castle Ravenloft, remember? You had to get out of that by yourself. And then down mm. in the fire giant fortress, you remember that? You were off on your own. They didn't care about you. You had to find your own way out. Do you want that to be your life when we have all of this and soon more? I can't, but I want to choke the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, eh, it's hard to fight that logic, huh? Out with the old, bro. In with the new. Hey, all right. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, now, this is, I, it's not technically your turn yet, Paul, but talking is a free action, so you can obviously talk to Evelyn. Mm -hmm. And she's just standing there, like, beaming I, as much. Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. Just she's beaming as much care as she can to you. You've, like, never seen her eyes so wide. And she's just like, Paulton, if there's, if there's anything in you, any one of us, please let that park speak to you right now. Uh, Chris, do I have an idea? Because I saw her, like, kind of get repelled when she tried yeah. to walk in. Yes. Do I have an idea of what that was, or...? Make an intelligence check. Or intelligence arcana. I guess it's the same thing with you. It's just an intelligence check. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I ain't all that smart up there. All right. And for the uh, purposes of uh, mechanics, I guess what I'm actually doing with my action is holding action to ignite the oil, with the trigger being him trying to hurt any of us. Uh, that check was a 21. Okay, uh, you, you haven't seen this effect. This, ha this effect hasn't been relevant to you before, but you suddenly piece together uh, that this place must be magically warded against certain kinds of individuals. Um, and that may be because of the glyphs that are hanging on the outside of the building. Mm. But you, so, saw, you saw Strix come in with no problem whatsoever. Yeah. And Religious discrimination, man. Damn. And uh, D.F. and Evelyn are out front? Uh, yeah, you saw D.F. briefly spring into the door frame, drop the oil, and sort of leap to the side out of view. And now 
Evelyn is literally standing just in the doorway or just outside of the doorway um, with the, the winter light, uh, the, gray, the gray winter uh, behind her. Um, and I should have mentioned at the beginning, the, the snow is just falling and falling and falling upon this entire scene. Um, even as you stand there, D.F. and Evelyn, you're like brushing flakes off, and Miranda, you're brushing flakes off yourself. Um, and, the, and the temperature is quite, quite cold. Not to you, Evelyn, you can't feel it. Thanks for the reminder, Chris. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and then uh, the ring says to you, Paulton, hey, dude, we got a course of action here. We got a plan. We got to follow through. It's like, ah. And when you're right, you're right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna respond to Evelyn. Okay. Like, oh. And by the by the way, Paulton, your turn is next. So. Okay. It's like, oh, Eve. I'm so sorry. And that's all I'll say. Okay. Uh, would you like to take any action on your turn? Or on the turn now? Okay. So, uh, how f how far is how far is like the entrance from me? Like how far are they? Fifteen feet. Fifteen feet, and so Miranda transport. Did did yeah. I know no. that she transported? No. Uh, well, actually, yeah, you do know she's up there mm -hmm. um, because uh, she's in contact with the snow. Gotcha. So, um, and. Uh, the other, and as and actually, you can even hear in this creaky old building the sound of the roof uh, creaks uh, coming all the way down to you, uh, suggesting you know she's sort of over to your right on the second floor above you. And uh, how like how far is that? Like how tall is this? Oh, it's you know uh, she's on the second story roof, so she's probably about thirty feet away from you, but up and like there's like wall and floor between you. Okay. Uh, so, Paul just kind of like gets up, just looking around. It's like, all right, we're gonna do the thing now. Oh my god, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting and waiting, and waiting. All right, cool. All right, fam, let's go. And I'm gonna set off uh, using the ring, mm -hmm. a freezing sphere. Okay. But do 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 looking up the spell right now. Yeah. Oh, to Luke's Brazil freezing sphere. A frigid globe. This is in just such a great mood today, isn't uh -huh. it, guys? <laughs> uh, a frigid globe of cold energy streaks from your fingertips to a point you choose within range where it explodes in a sixty foot radius sphere. Golly, wonder where it's going. <laughs> so with it being sixty feet, would that just be able to reach pretty much everything? Pretty much. Sixty foot radius, yeah. That, yep. that engulfs the entire tavern. It's like, cool. Let's do it. I'm going right. to, uh, <laughs> like, right from where I am. <laughs> so, Evelyn, you're the only one who sees this icy orb appear in Paulton's hand that he just casts down on the floor, and it explodes outward in this great globe of energy that blasts past you, blasts through the walls. Um, oof and blasts upward through every crack and orifice in the building. And so I would like everybody present except Strix to make a, I should look this up. Um, do, 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 do. Constitution? 
I believe O comes before P. My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> Me too. Um, it is a constitution saving throw. <laughs> okay. And um, uh, so none of you have disadvantage on that because of your despair. If Strix were here, she would, but she's not. I roll a 25. Good. So I assume that I'm able to stand up under it. So I imagine that Evelyn is You'll standing in that doorway and her... Oh, half damage? Yeah. Well, I just, for for fluff, I want to imagine that she... <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She, I want to imagine, you know, Evelyn standing there with her hand out to him and she kind of like shields herself and bears up under, <laughs> under the, the buffeting. Yeah. And then she looks up at him sadly and says, then Palton is truly gone. <laughs> All right, um, so uh, Evelyn made it. Uh, Miranda, how was your roll? 11. Oh, and uh, oh. Jared? Jared? Yeah, 20, baby! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so it's uh, 10d6 damage, Paulton. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. Oh. All right, so. All right, give me, give me a minute here. Oh, that's a one. Okay. More ones. All ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's two. Yeah. Okay. Almost there. Almost, almost there. Oh, okay. That's three. And then last one. Okay. So one. Okay, so, uh, thirty-seven. Oh, okay. So, um, Miranda, you take thirty-seven cold damage. Cool. <laughs> and Diath, yeah. Do you have evasion? Uh, not against Constitution saving throws. Right, only dexterity. Only dexterity. That's right. So I, I still take half. Yeah, so you're going to take uh, that. Wait, will and be... he's he's within. He's close to me, right? Yes, I made the save. But he made the save, so he's. Oh, right. He's just taking. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's just taking half damage, which is 18 cold damage. Uh huh. And Evelyn Still is. Alive. Evelyn is also taking 18 cold damage. And that would trigger my held action. So. Yeah. When when Evelyn says, "Then Paulton is truly gone," she lets the tip of her sword fall into the oil and steps back. Yes. Okay, so it lights the doorway ablaze. Um, and let me see if this thing does anything else I need to worry about. Do, 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 do. Nope. Okay, so the structure of the building, you can see, Paulton, as your effect goes out, frost just sort of covers everything. The bar, the, the stools, the chairs, the tables, the walls. And you can hear the building just sort of creak and groan and almost shift a little bit as it uh, barely sort of withstands the blast of cold um, that, that blows out from it. I, uh, after I do that and I see all that, I like, I'm going to ask the ring, I'm like, do, do we actually need the building or is it just this general area? Uh, the ring says, well, I kind of thought it would be cool if this was our base. I mean, tavern seemed appropriate. Uh, steady, su steady supply of ale coming this way. 
was like, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see this, this place lasting too much longer. So that's why I ask. Well, looks like your friends can't get in here that easily. So maybe we should wait here a little bit longer. Can do. For our protection. Cool. Because it looks like that one's still alive. Yeah. All right, Miranda. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so the the reason I was asking about Dieth being next to me was the saving throw, but also the aura of warding, which uh -huh. is resistance to damage from spells. Oh, great. So I don't know how that works. I know but how that, that works. Does that change anything? I'm, it means that Dieth takes nine points of damage instead of 18. Yay! Nice. Good job. Yeah. I, right. And me too. Me and friendly creatures. Oh, I forgot to make two other saving throws for two individuals. Yeah, and what about what about objects too, like dolls? <laughs> I hate to say. Uh, only if they're in the area. Okay. Um, and not in—they have to be unattended objects. Uh, so, uh. Uh, all right. Your your chilly, chill, cold also had an effect on Mariciana and Lovardo. And they're dead. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. The ring flies off his hand, and everyone's happy for once in their lives. Once. All right. Uh, yeah, so they both, they're hidden in the shadows, Paulton, uh, but they do kind of reveal themselves when they uh, let out a horrific sort of... <laughs> um, uh, as the cold washes over them, and they are both affected by it. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I just see them, just like, y'all good, right? <laughs> uh, Lovardo says, Teodio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I will take that as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> and right before it happened, uh, Nerissiana was like, Questo sarà doloroso. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, but uh, they're they're still there. These they're not bloodied, so they're all right. Um, they will, however, at the end of your turn, um, uh, Nerissiana will toss Mister Shambleface to Lavardo, and he'll just sort of tuck it into his coat. Y'all remember, right? Right. See. Okay. Good. All right, uh, Miranda. Back to you. Okie dokie. Are there any trees nearby? No. No. So it's just an open just, expanse? Just, just the ones that the tavern is made out of. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Great. Fantastic. Uh, is there any snow on top of the turret? Uh, there is. Uh, not quite as much as on the less sloped roof that you're on. But yes, there is snow on that roof as well. All right, then. I'm going to wild shape into a giant vulture and fly over to that weather vane and stand on top of it and, like, kick the snow off of it with okay. my claws and hang on. Yeah, when you stand on the weather vane, it sort of creaks and sways a little bit under your weight, but it's still, it remains attached. You are <laughs> now, you're now perched on the weather vane in this giant right. bird form. Excellent. I'm a beautiful giant bird. All okay. right, I'm going to sit here for... The foreseeable future. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you see Lord Nile still hacking away, and he is 
the, the snowmen have all just kind of surrounded him completely. There's like walls of them now around him, these ice paltons stabbing at him and hacking at him with their ice blades, and he is attempting to fend them off. Um, looks like it's probably going to be a losing battle for him, uh, but not much you can do at present. Uh, you make a perception check, Miranda. Okie dokie. Well, good thing I turned into this giant bird. Yeah. Because I get some you get advantage. advantage for being a smart bird. Good thing, too. That's better. Uh, 19. You can see um, Simon sort of making his way through the snow, kind of creating a little trench behind him, and then he gets into snow so deep, he just sort of disappears. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. He can disappear aww. for a little bit. That's fine. Yeah, it's kind of aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which uh, way is he headed? Do I know? Toward the tavern. The tavern? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you also see off to one side uh, Isaac, this uh, big burly fellow. Uh, he is also smashing through snowmen uh, right now. And seems to be faring a little bit better than Lord Nile. Uh, he hits one with such force, he just takes its head clean off with his axe. And he's just wielding his axe one-handed. Uh, chopping off heads as he may. Diath. You're standing outside. The doorway of the inn is ablaze. It's like a, a rectangular ring of flame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Evelyn is inside? She's outside. She or took outside. a step back. So she's oh, okay. out in the weather with you. Okay. Still clutching her flaming sword. Great. Um, uh, oof. Did the fire, like, did the oil ignite? Did it burn anything? Yeah, I just, I just described the door is now okay. basically a ring of flame around. Got um, it. It's all lit up. Um, he'll turn to Evelyn and say... Did you see Strix? Curiously absent. She shakes her head sadly. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Diaz, like, looks back at the tavern, then, then looks back at Evelyn, and, like, back towards the tavern. And then gives Evelyn a look like, I'm about to do something stupid. I didn't see her mm -hmm. in there. You hear Paulton really is like, Dude, if you made your entrance through a flaming door, that'd be pretty sick. It's <laughs> <laughs> got your back on looking cool. Sort of. Uh, uh, Evelyn kind of just puts out a hand, like, not telling him what to do, but like a stand down invitation. And she Dude, says, it like illustrates fire versus ice. It's awesome. <laughs> She just says, you, you aren't very strong right now. <laughs> I'd imagine at this point with the death curse, uh, Diaz injuries he's ever had and scars are just becoming more and more prominent all over his body, like from rope burns mm -hmm. to like being cut off, like burns across his arms and like, so not, not like sickly as in like really, really thin, but just like all of his scars are just showing much, much more. Uh, so He'll just call out for Strix and just try to see if uh, she responds at all. And then... No response. Uh, oh, I'm fine! 
<laughs> oh man, do not egg me on. <laughs> Correction, response. All right. Uh, so, and then he'll just like kind of look around everywhere trying to get any kind of sign of her. And then that's pretty much it. He won't take any actual action. He's just looking okay. around for no anything. sign of her. No sign of her, just what? the just the Paulton's cat call. When I saw the like piles on the floor and I assume like the oily burn marks and stuff, did I see that oily burn mark that might have told me that we that Strix was spirited away again? Like, did I perceive that? No. no. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, Diath holding Pat, Evelyn standing mm-hmm. standing uh, in front of the flaming doorway, and the flames are sort of licking the the top of the the door frame. And um, I go methodically cut down with. Resolve all of the glyph, hangy glyph ward things okay. with my flaming sword. Um, as you come up toward one, you're repelled before you can hit it. I scream in frustration. Uh, yeah, you flutter up to one, you try to whack it, and it just sort of boom, bounces off like mere inches away from it. And they're sort of rattling around in the wind and things, but yeah, you, you can't connect with them. So seeing that Evelyn is struggling with that, can I instead uh, use my action to try to attack and destroy those? Yeah, uh, I would invite, I would add, do you have a little help? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, are you, what are you gonna do? Like just leap up and try to tear one off with your sword or pull one off with your hands? Uh, yeah, I guess just try to like cut it with a sword, not to like safely take it down, disassemble it. Like, I mean, like try to shatter it or break okay. it or slice it or yeah, whatever. You, you two are repelled before you hit it. And even, even, like, you can't even put your hand against the building. You're just sort of, like, an inch away from the building. Something is preventing you from touching it. I can't even get in there. Then <clears throat> I go looking for Simon. Okay. Uh, you, um, you see a giant bird perched on the turret weather vane that wasn't there before. Big vulture. Great. Awesome. Uh, and you don't need to make a check for that. But make a perception check to see if you can oh, see Simon. It never fails. <laughs> Not one. Uh, kind of sounds like it fails all the time. It, it always fails. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> okay, uh, this round you do not, curiously, you don't see him on the battlefield. Uh, you see Lord Nile surrounded by uh, Ice Paltons. You see Isaac surrounded by Ice Paltons, but no Simon. Okay. Uh, I don't have any other action, right? You don't, because uh, you tried to make an attack against the yeah. glyphs, and then uh, you moved upward. Uh, but Evelyn, I will give you another perception check, because on Simon's turn, he is moving. So go ahead, Evelyn, and repeat your say or your perception check. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do see um, uh, Simon kind of poke his head up out of the snow to get his bearings, and then he goes back down in the snow, and he's about 15 feet away from the tavern when he does Simon! that. Simon! Simon, I those, need you! Anyone else think of those Bugs Bunny cartoons? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then when you, after you see him, and your eyes just sort of track backward, you can see the little trench that he left before he disappeared under the snow, and he does seem to be on a beeline to the tavern. Okay. Uh, I highlight that but track. But he's not to quite follow. he's not quite there yet. He's making slow okay. progress. 
Uh, Paulton, you're back. Yeah, it's the ring. Like, eh? they're not. Nothing's really happening. Should we go out there? The ring tells you. Uh, maybe we should wait until the the snowmen get them. I think we're safer in here. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried they might try to like gang up on you and try to separate us, which would be. Yeah, that wouldn't be cool. <sighs> no, not at all. Um, um, at roughly, ooh, I have yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go, no, go ahead, sir. No, after you, he says. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just staring at his head the entire time. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> it's like we could send something out there. Yeah. Uh, we, we I'm so mad at you right now. Yeah. It's like a, okay. That's a good idea. So I'm um, the the this whole dragon thing. I feel like it's not it's not super working out. So, uh, why don't we send like a, can we send like a, like a bird friend out there? Sure. Cool. Yeah. Nice bird. Like, do you want just a, like a, what kind of bird? Uh, is there a bird that can like, I don't know, like, like peck at their faces or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, like, do you want to do something kind of big, like a rock? Or do you want to do something smaller, like a, I don't know, a giant barn owl or something? Uh, let's, let's go, let's go, let's go bigger. Let's go with that first option. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you might have to burn a few charges for this one. Sure, sure. How many charges would you like to burn? Um, you haven't burned, what's left? You haven't, uh, well, you use the uh, Autolux Sphere, mm -hmm. which uses, how many charges is that? Uh, three. Okay, so you've got 17 charges left. Well, then there was also the, uh, the clone. Initially. Oh, right. Yes. So that was uh, six charges. So you've used nine. You've got 11 left. Okay, cool. Didn't want to overlook that. Let's, uh, how about we give, let's make this a sixer. Okay. Make a charisma check for me. Charisma check. Okay. Roll high. I just can't make animals. That is a nat one. <laughs> okay. It's like a balloon animal. Yeah. It sounds All like right. the ring just keeps letting you down. Oh. So the ring does not follow through. You, you are not able to sculpt the creature that you want, and it just sort of uh, dis disappears before you, before it takes shape. But the charges are spent. Great. And that wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. Great. Well, I guess we'll have to see what happens later on then. All right. At this point, uh, your two Shadokai friends, um, Lovardo comes out and just sort of with a look of impatience says, what is keeping them outside? It's like, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's, something, there's something holding them off. I, I, didn't, I didn't put it there, but someone put it there, and it's there, and now they can't get it. And then, like... <sighs> This whole the plan whole, is falling apart. Right. It looked so much better in my head, but now, now we're just like kind of sitting, like twiddling our thumbs. Um, just like, I don't know, go, go out there. See, do do yes. something. We shall sneak out there and kill them. Yeah, sure. It's not, that's fine. All right. They go skulking off into the shadows. Uh, and Miranda, perched on the roof, you see all. 
I see everything. I see for miles. Uh, do I have any indication of whether or not if I made my hearth bubble, the snow would fall through it or into it? Um, you touch a point in space, a 30-foot radius sphere of magic appears centered on a point. Total cover blocks the sphere. Gotta, 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 blah, blah, blah. Do, 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 do. There is nothing in the description that says it pre prevents the passage of anything. So, yes, snow would fall through it. Hmm, okay. Um, mm -hmm, mm. what am I going to do? I don't even know anymore. Uh, I'm still gonna... I'd like to cry a little bit, just a tiny, tiny bit. Okay. Free action. Free action, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to try to drop Wild Shape and hold on to the weather vane without <laughs> bending it off and breaking it. Okay. Um, and I want to cast Cure Wounds. Can I see Paulton, or can I see DF at all? Uh, yeah, from up here, you can see him down by the side of the building, yes. Okay, so uh, that's so going to be... So first, before you do that, yeah. when you wild shape back into your normal form and hang on to the weather vane, just make a dexterity acrobatics check for me, or a strength athletics if you prefer, uh, to hang on. Oh, definitely acrobatics. There you go. Acrobatics is a negative one, yeah. so let's not do that. Oh, that's fine. That's 15. Yeah, you hang on to the vein, no problem. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and Anna, Anna, Evelyn sees the vault giant vulture turn into Miranda, who's now hanging on to this iron weather vein. Making scared noises. Yeah. What are you um, doing up there? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Be careful. Do, I don't know the meaning of it. Let's do, let's do a... Um... And, and when the wind blows, the weather vane just sort of turns a little bit and creaks <laughs> loudly, and she's like... Ah! <laughs> um, how far away am I from the others? Uh, you, uh, Dieth is about... Um, well, let's see, you're up on the weather vane, so you're about 35 feet up in the air. So you're about 40 feet away from Dieth, and, and uh, Evelyn's up in the air, about 40 feet up in the air from you. Oh, you're all so far away. Um, am I at all able to shimmy down the turret a little bit so that there's 30 feet between me and Diaz? So yeah, you can sort of yeah. try to slide your way down to the roof and kind of hang off the turret roof, uh, try to find purchase on some outcropping in the wall. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to have to make a strength athletics check for this one, I'm afraid. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this is where the minus one comes in. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like a 20th. <laughs> okay. So yes, you you slide down. You almost make it look uh, uh, like a winter sport. And, almost. Uh, yeah, you sort of glide down. You find purchase. You're hanging there now 30 feet away from DF. I thought that was going to be the end of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she escapes death again. Again, still shaking. I'm going to do some uh, mass cure wounds. Okay. He and I. Great. Let me get some D8s. I'm sure he so, and I will love that. Yay, three D8s. Death, you feel a warm, tingly sensation. It's foreign. It confuses me. 15? 16 hit 16. points. All right. It's me screaming at the top of this turret. <laughs> ah! Feel better! <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, excellent round for Miranda. DF, invigorated with 16 extra hit points. What do you do? Uh, Evelyn went flying up. Um, uh, I don't know. Still, I still don't know word or sight of Strix. Um, so she probably wasn't even real this whole time. So that's cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah, those doubts start to creep in. Yeah, it's like, oh, right. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can really still do much more than I'm kind of comfortable with, other okay. than just wait outside the tavern for, hopefully, Paulton. Um, okay. I guess Stand he'll just kind of. I guess I'll just kind of like call back out to him, just saying, Paulton, please. We've come all this way. We've come for you. I don't care about the ring. I don't care about anything that was said. Like, we need you. Am I moved at all? Make a persuasion check, DF. I didn't get to make one of those. <laughs> uh, I'm actually proficient in this, and I don't know if I've ever really used it before, so that's neat. You're proficient in persuasion? Yeah. Oh. The things you learn. Twelve? Mm. Okay. Um, Paulton, you don't think it's very persuasive just with two party members trying to talk you down off the ledge. It would take... It would take all of them. Hmm. If only there were a third one around. A full <sighs> uh. All right. Um, so... Uh, you stay out of danger, DF, uh, but DF, make a perception check. And I'm going to give you advantage on this because you're a shark cookie. Oh, okay. This will be funny then. Uh, 25. You see that as Isaac is sort of fighting the snowmen, um, he, he finally sort of clears a path where he can disengage, and he advances toward you and the doorway, bringing the army of Ice Paltons with him. They're after him, but he's actually leading them to you. And uh, he, uh, doing engages, uh, makes his way up to you and up to the doorway and looks inside. And he says, Strix! Strix! No, I hate him. Um, and that you see the Paltons, the ice Paltons, marching in toward you. God damn it. Huh? There's still like dozens of those. Yes. Left. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a total of about eighty eight of them. <laughs> uh, so um, he and he's just screaming Strix and and Paulton. You can see Isaac, this one armed hulking man, uh, screaming in the doorway. And he's got a. Do I do I remember now? Uh, now that he's shouting Strix's name, yeah, you recognize him as the crazy mofo back from Barovia who wanted Strix so bad he could taste it. And hanged me. And, oh! and, and hanged me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 right. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. My bad, dude. Um, <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> and it is Evelyn's turn. 
Did he, so Isaac's just standing at the door? Yeah, he, all, he used all of his movement to get to the door. He hasn't, no, it, doesn't have enough movement to march inside. Okay, but he wasn't, like, repulsed like I was or anything? He hasn't even tried at this point, um, and okay. he's just shouting for Strix. I go to Simon, where I see his little burrow going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I intersect his little burrow, and I reach down in the snow and pop him out of it. Okay. Uh, when you pop him out, you can see he sort of opens his mouth like he's going to dart you, and then he closes it again. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> she she kind of holds him real close, and she goes, I know you love your daddy. Do you, do you think you can help us make sure that that evil ring doesn't take him over? Uh, he sort of kind of shrugs. Okay, come on. We're going to go help him. And she kind of tucks him into to one arm, and then she flies over to the doorway. Okay. And she says, and she's, she, okay, like, here's the door, and Isaac's kind of blocking it. She kind of, like, pokes her head like this, and she has Simon like this, and she holds him up. She's like, Alton, Simon's out here, and he loves you, and I love you, and we all love you, and maybe you could take the ring off so that you don't, Hurt your son or anyone else who the, loves you. The ring says, she's threatening us. She's going to kill Simon if you do <sighs> what she says. Cry back. I'm like, you put him down right now. Don't hurt him. He did not, nothing to you. I'm not hurting him, Simon. We're, we're the ring's both like, okay, right? The ring's like, shit, that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> We kept him safe. I, I have, I, I'm like, Simon, we're okay, right? Nod and tell Daddy that we're okay and that we're safe. He just stays still. I, uh, unhelpful child. Simon, you come here right now. You come in here. You see his little legs try to move like he wants to walk toward you, uh, but he's being held by Evelyn. Would, would you please just put him, he's just a boy. She shakes her head sadly, and she starts stepping back from the doorway. <laughs> so he sort of disappears <laughs> from your view, Paulton. Um, oh, no. All right. Uh, She's not sending her boy in there with ice, crazy man. All right. Uh, Simon won't do anything on his turn. Paulton, it's your turn. I am going to... Don't take the bait, says the ring. <laughs> like, Quiet! It's like she's gonna she's gonna kill him. Our assassins are going out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to the door, okay. but not like cross through the barrier. So Diath, Isaac, and Evelyn can all see Paulton inside the doorway. His glowing blue eyes. And do I see? Uh, I dare you. Do it. I dare you. You see, Isaac is more or less right in front of the door. Dieth is kind of off to one side, and Evelyn is off to the other side with Simon in her clutches. And then there's this wall of ice paltons marching in toward them, uh, closing them in. <laughs> do I have an idea? Do I, do I perceive that the uh, my 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 shadow friends are out and about doing stuff? Yes, you can sense them. They're outside the building and moving around to flank your friends. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna look to Evelyn. I'm gonna be like, I don't know what's happened to you or what's gotten into you. <laughs> but it doesn't need to be like this. Put the boy down and he doesn't get hurt. Why don't you come out here and get him from me? Oh, this is so much fun. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to tell her like, last chance. I won't call this the easy way, easiest way. Just let him go. Oh, no one's here to hurt anyone. It's enough. I know who I'm talking to, and it's not Paulton. You can't. You can't just trick me. You can't try and pull stuff over on me and think that's okay. I'm being real honest. That's all they've ever tried to do to you, Paulton. You're right. You're right. Wait, I believe it, right? I believe the ring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I'm going to uh, cast Crown of Madness on Isaac. Okay. <gasps> Wait, Isaac's within 10 feet of me. He is, but he's not your ally. What? He is too. No, he's not. No. What, what the fuck? That kind of, there's a lot of implication there. Damn it! Fucking hate that guy. All right. He's going to make a saving throw. And, and, and he's got disadvantage because of despair. All right. Um, a crown of glittering iron appears over his head as he falls under Paulton's sway. After it does, I'm going to look at him. I'm going to point, like, save the boy. All right. He will turn his hateful gaze upon Evelyn. Uh, and must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. Okay. And the target can act or Okay, the target, wait a minute. Do do do. The charm target must use its action before making before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. So because it has to attack before it moves, uh, you probably want to direct it, Paulton, to attack DF because that's oh, that's right. who he's standing next to. Don't save the other boy. Okay. Uh, and then the target can act normally on its turn if you choose no creature or if none are within its reach. All right. Um, and you're maintaining control of this effect. Groovy. Uh, that is Paulton's turn. Miranda. Like, oh, it's going to be a good fight. Uh, can I see the assassins at all? Make a perception check. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, 18. No. No? Okay. Going to cast Call Lightning on Isaac then. All right. 
lovely. Okay, and uh, a storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall and has a 60 foot radius centered on a point Bad you can girl. see. Uh, all right, so a big, big cylindrical storm cloud appears over the tavern. And when you cast the spell, choose a point within range, and a bolt of lightning flashes down on that point. Um, each creature within five feet of that point must make a dexterity save throw. I assume you don't want to hit any of your friends, so you can just target um, Isaac, just Isaac him by and, himself. And if um, any of the ice poltons are close, but okay. I'm also going to cast it at fourth level. Okay, he's got to make a dexterity saving throw. Yep. Okay. Uh, and he rolled a 10. So that, that's not going to do it. No! Ah! Zap. Twenty-eight Oof. points of damage. Okay. Uh, he gets stroked um, by this lightning that comes down upon him. He is still alive, however, when the lightning oh, stops. Uh, but you can keep concentrating on this, as you know. Yes, uh, and I, do I'm future lightning bolts. Going to keep concentrating, but also just whispering. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> like barely holding on to the turret. All right. Mm, sorry. Um, Dieth, you are up. You see Isaac uh, look at you with madness in his eyes, a crown above his head. Lightning has just struck him from above, and ice paltons are surrounding you. Paul is just like, wow, that's a terrifying sight. I, I, I wouldn't want him after me. Oh, every bone in my body wants to just beat the shit out of Isaac. <laughs> oh, everything wants that. It's, It'd be fun. Everything wants that. Sometimes, you know, self-control doesn't have to always be the case. Uh, so, I mean, at this point, like, Paulton is pretty much right there, and we can, like, see him, Oh, right? yeah, yeah, he's just inside the doorway. Great, okay. <sighs> I st- I'm still not, I still don't think I would really do a whole lot here other than I guess just Evelyn kind of points at the snow creatures. You might want to go into a defensive Yeah. Um full defense. Yeah, so I'll use the action to take to take like the defensive action. Okay. Uh but I'll just turn back to Paulton almost like just kind of defeated and as, like almost as if it was his last attempt to to reach the Paulton that he knows, and not the Paulton that's before him, he'll just look at it and just say, "All I wanted to do is for you to see how lucky you are." I'll see how lucky uh, what it has to do with this, pal. And then he'll just. Almost like take a step back and kind of let Evelyn. Okay. Kind of. Yeah, as as the forward. ice as the ice paltons close in around you, your step back is kind of toward the the wall of the tavern, um, so they're not backing into ice blades, and obviously trying to um, keep your eye on Isaac as well. 
Uh, Paulton, after responding to Diath, you hear something behind you inside the tavern, and it sounds like this horrible moan. And then the floor where Strix fell kind of peels open, almost like a black mouth. Ooh, you uh, told And uh, the trash witch enters the scene, um, sort of crawling up out of the floor, and she's... <laughs> Uh, in her clutch is what looks like a, st- a stone statue. <coughs> uh, and suddenly you see Strix laid out before you on the floor of the tavern with what looks like a petrified dwarf. Yeah, she's Here crying. Here comes the boom! <coughs> she's definitely crying. Strix, what would you like to do? You have returned to the last, last place you remember being in the Shadowfell. Um, but some things have changed. The furniture has moved around. There's frost over everything where there wasn't before. And Paulton is no longer in front of you, but behind you, standing in the doorway. Okay, how close is he to me? He is almost, you are right at his feet. Okay, um, I, can I see the ring at all on his hand? Uh, yeah, it's, it's evident on his hand, because it is kind okay. of glowing with a bluish light, and there are okay. sort of um, veins coming off the ring up okay. his hand and fingers. Now would, let's think about this. <laughs> nope. I would immediately <laughs> like to use the the stopwatch that thankfully given to me by by so, Omen. Okay, so you're not going to do anything funny. with the petrified dwarf. Um. Not. Okay. Yet. Okay. I want to use first. I want to take the scissors out of my robe. Yep. And I want to use the stopwatch. Okay. The what? The what? In the what? She, pull, she pulls out what looks like a pocket watch, uh, a, a weird uh, sort of flat disc-shaped device with some switches or something on it, and she pulls out her iron scissors, and then she does something. Strix, make a intelligence arcana check. Okay. I forgot to breathe. To activate the item. <laughs> okay. Uh, 18. Okay. Do what? Then she presses it. Um... And then I take the scissors and I cut his finger Hold on. off. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I mean, now I know. Miranda. <laughs> you are hanging off the turret. When you suddenly see the falling snow around you, slow and stop. And just hang still in the air. The wind that you heard seems to be uh, kind of absent all of a sudden, and the weather vane that was creaking above you on top of the turret just freezes in place, and there's no sound. You see Diath, Ezek, Evelyn, Simon, Lord Nile, the army of Paltons, all frozen, absolutely still. Everything around you is perfectly still except you. What do you do? Can I hear anything? No. My first instinct is to think that this is something that Paulden has done, in which case Miranda is going to book it for the opening on the roof and scramble inside and go down to confront him. Make a, um, just to scramble across the, the snowy roof, just make a dexterity acrobatics check. As you, as you leap down from where you are on the turret onto the roof and then try to scurry to a hole. 
14. Okay, uh, it's a little slippery. You kind of slide a little bit and you kind of have to kind of catch yourself, but you make it to the hole and you can disappear down inside onto the second floor, landing on the floor like a cat. Careful, baby girl. And I wanna... everything in here is kind of timeless anyway. There wasn't much activity here, but you just sense that everything around you is still frozen in time. Uh, okay, uh, she's gonna... Or there are stairs down, obviously, right? Yeah, you, when you sort of yeah. go out of this little room that you drop in, and it's got a, kind of an open doorway leading out to an upstairs hall with a, a mostly torn-off railing and a staircase going down that looks rickety and old. Uh, you can also see a room across the sort of the uh, one, the other end of the of this upstairs hall uh, with a door open uh, that looks like it may have been a little bit more lived in. Um, uh, there's a fresh blanket there and things like that, but you don't care about that you sort of make your way to the stairs. And by the time you get to the top of the stairs, you've used probably about 30 feet of movement. So you've still got some movement to go down the stairs at that point. Okay. Um, then, just going to prepare insect plague because that's what she was holding out for. Okay. Now, if you move, if you, move go, if you go down the stairs, you'll be using another yeah. move action. So you yeah. won't have an action left to cast a spell, just so you know. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. When you run down into the stairs, they lead you down into the tap room, and what you see is an equally baffling scene. Uh, everything is sort of covered with frost, um, and everything is perfectly still. You see Strix lying on the floor, frozen, holding a pair of scissors in one hand and what looks like a stopwatch in the other. Probably bought the cheap version. <laughs> and you can see Paulton turning to look down at her with a look of alarm on his face, his hand with the ring sort of alarmingly close to Strix's scissors by mere circumstance. Uh, and beyond them, an open doorway where, again, you see frozen Isaac, frozen Paltons. Everything is frozen. Can I finish the job? You can finish your movement and get all the way to Strix and Paulton and be done. Um... Can I abuse hidden paths to finish the job faster? Can you what? Can I abuse hidden paths to finish the job faster? Um, magical pathways, bonus action on a turn. You can teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Um, no, because you would have had, you, use, you started to use your second action when you went down the stairs. Yeah. Um, so you've used a move, you've used your action. You could use a bonus action to, ex to get there, but then you don't have any action left to do anything else. Okay. I'm just going to be as ready as I can to, to cut it off. Okay. Um, as you get near them, you're right near them. Are you, you could, I, I will say you could probably take the scissors out of Strix's hands if you wanted to. Because mm -hmm. uh, essentially, uh, picking, a, picking up an object is a free action that you can do once on your turn. Could you pick up a ring off of someone's hand? I'm just saying rings or, could come off. Or that. <laughs> can I try and slide it off? Yes, and you succeed. <gasps> Thank you! Fun. Come on! Come you, on! You pull the ring off of Paulton's finger, and you have it in your hand, and that's when you see the two Shatterkai step into the doorway. They appear to be unaffected by this effect as well. And uh, 
the female Shadokai says, Arrivederci. I have a deal. They, they uh, pull out their blades, uh, but they stop as you uh, talk to them. I just want to get out of here with this, and I'll trade you something. <gasps> they look at each other, and then look back at you and smile, and they say, what do you have? Two things. I have two magical items that I can trade you if you let me get away. Uh, the woman says, tell us more. And she takes off the cloak, and she puts it down on the ground, and she puts her staff okay. on top of it. Um, they'll sort of slide past Paulton into the room and look at these items. And uh, Lovardo will pick up the staff and examine it, and he seems to take a shine to it. Almost, He sort of uses it, tests it out like a walking stick or whatever. Um, but Narisiana doesn't seem to pay any attention to the items, and she comes right up to him and she says, I don't collect items. I what do you want? <laughs> she takes her, her gray fingers and just sort of caresses your face. <laughs> no, 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 no. You want my face? See, beautiful face. The and most you'll let beautiful me get away. face I have ever seen. You'll let me live and take the ring away if I give you my face. See, see. Okay. You can have it. All right. Time returns. <laughs> Suddenly, Strix, it's like nothing happened. You clicked it, and it didn't work. I'm but, just but, cursing but, about it. Oh, and you've got the scissors in your hand, and you're just getting ready to chop off Paulton's finger, and you see the ring has disappeared. And Paulton, in that moment, you feel uh, kind of horrible, because as soon as time resumes, there's an instant disconnect between you and the ring. Just absolutely sudden, like just boom, gone. And you look, and you see the scissors, and you're like, my god, she chopped off my finger. My finger's been chopped off. My, oh, it's still there. What the fuck? Where's the ring? It's gone. Ring? 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 Hello? And what, what, what's, what's like my initial feeling toward that? Am I like, is it like a, oh, like I'm back to normal and great, or is it more like an emptiness? Like uh, You feel like the, the cold sort of blue veins on your arm are starting to fade, and it's like you've just come to your senses, like you've awakened from a dark, dark, dark dream. I remember everything? Yes. Uh, those of you outside who don't really perceive that anything has happened. Uh, you've still got Simon, Evelyn, Diath, you're still being guarded. But Diath, as you sort of, and Isaac still got his crown of madness activated, and he looks like he's still going to try to smash you into a pulp. Uh -huh. But all of the Paulton statues are just 
standing there immobile. They're not moving. And in fact, some of them are so sort of badly posed that they just sort of fall over <laughs> and start to collapse into each other, um, sort of uh, cascading and toppling under their own imbalanced weight. All right. But still, we one pissed off Isaac. All right. Uh, Holly, it was Strix's turn when you activated the magic item. Um, do you, what do you want to do with the scissors, if anything? I'll just put them back disappointed, I guess. Okay. <laughs> disappointed you didn't chop off your friend's finger. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel infected. All right. Uh, and uh, Evelyn, what do you do? I am outside and didn't really see what happened, right? Correct. So I still don't know that I can go in the house. I don't have any indication that I could do that. Correct. I see Isaac. Oh, and actually that reminds me of something. Um, Holly, at the end of your turn... Right. Uh, you... Sorry to jump back in. I, I should have remembered this. Um, you feel something almost invisible, like invisible hand, pick you up and throw you outside. Oh. So, e Evelyn, you see Strix come tumbling out of the doorway and land in the snow. <gasps> Strix, are you okay? Strix? No, I'm not okay. Are you wounded? <laughs> you look pretty yeah. good. Right? You look better. You look not so bad. I mean... Just... I'm emotionally wounded. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, I was in the Underdark. I... Oh, man. So Isaac is still menacing DS. That's correct. He has still got the crown of madness over his head. Okay. I thrust Simon into DS arms. Okay. And I point at Strix and I say, you take care of them. And then I step in front of him and get in melee with Isaac. Okay. When you say get in melee, are you attacking him? Yeah. All right. Have at it. All right. He suffered some I mean, wounds at the hands of the ice paltons, and he's no. obviously suffered some wounds at the hand of uh, Paulton's freezing sphere. You see a look of like severe distaste on Evelyn's face, like she does not want to do this, but she knows how Crown of Madness works, and she knows she just needs to knock Isaac out, and she figures she can bring him back later. So she's trying to attack him with the intent of knocking him unconscious. Okay. And she's had, you know, she has the hardest Spinelli out, so I guess that's what she's using. And that's going to be an 18. That's a hit. All right. <clears throat> that's a lot. Let's, let's see. Four normal damage plus four fire damage plus four. So eight, eight normal plus four fire damage, which so is 12. very poorly rolled. Okay. Uh, yeah, you hit him. You get another attack if you want it. Yeah, she takes another swipe, grimacing as she does. <clears throat> I could Fifteen. just polymorph him. Fifteen is a hit. Uh, that is... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, Thirteen. Uh, that's twenty-one. Uh, 21 is going to hurt him pretty badly, actually. 
Isaac is my boss fight. <laughs> Sorry, dear. <laughs> All right, uh, he is he's definitely bloodied and uh, looking quite hurt. Uh, Simon got pawned off to DF. Uh, Simon will uh, let's see. Um, I guess he'll just take DF by the hand and hold on. And D, uh, Paulton, what would you like to do? Okay, so the ring's gone. The ring is gone. Suddenly. Disconnect. Yep. What the hell happened? Where is so the ring's is Miranda gone? You see no sign of Miranda, and you didn't see any sign of Miranda just prior to the ring disappearing. Are the uh, you see no sign of the Shatterkai assassins? You're standing just inside the doorway. Everybody now is outside except you. So I'm just going to immediately break concentration on the crown of madness. The crown collapses. <laughs> Isaac. Hey, sorry about that hitting you. Looks like you're fine now. He looks mad. What? Uh, just Paulton's just kind of sitting there, just like with the like the thousand yard stare. Okay. Just grabs a grabs a frost limed chair and plops down in it. And then that's the turn. Okay. Uh, Miranda's gone. Lord Nile uh, is gone. Diaz. Okay. Um, There's no ice army. Isaac still looks threatening, even though the crown over his head is collapsed, probably because he's not a nice guy, um, and he just got whacked by Evelyn twice. Yeah. Uh, I'd still, you'd still consider him a threat. Right. <clears throat> got it, it's fine. Go to Strix. Uh... So then Strix is inside? No, she is out in the snow with or, you. Oh, okay. It looks like she got literally hurled out by some invisible force. Oh, right, force. that's right, okay. It's just like, it's just, it's almost like the, the tavern just coughed her out. Yeah, um, I guess, like, after kind of taking Simon from Evelyn, he'll, like, kind of set Simon down and take Simon's hand, but then he okay. immediately, like, goes over to Strix... Uh, wherever she is, and it's just like pull, pull her out of the snow. <laughs> yeah, just like tries to like touch her to make sure she's even real or actually. Dead. She feels real. I'm, I'm there. I'm real. But please stop grabbing at me. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the underdark. You're muted, Jared. Oh, whoops, sorry. I was like, just what? <laughs> uh, and then, yes, he'll just pull her to her feet and then, oh, I keep himself uh, in like a defensive position, keeps uh, uh, Simon nearby as well and just has no idea what's actually real or what's actually happening and what he needs to respond to and is just trying to make sense of it all. Got it. She's just like, it was the contract again. You remember that, don't you? 
Strix, it is actually your turn. Um, Deeth gets very angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can see Isaac. Yes, looks like he's going to uh, lay a smack down on Evelyn. No, no, no. Can I just polymorph him, please? Sure. <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's got uh, to make a wisdom saving throw. He's minus one on the save. <laughs> oh, he, well, he rolled, a, he rolled a 13. Minus one is 12. That's not enough. What are you polymorphing no. him into? I'm going to polymorph him into um, one of those chickens with the big fluffy tails that are really long. Okay. <laughs> got a really long tail. Like a little rooster. Okay, polymorphed into tail chicken. Got it. Long tail chicken. <laughs> All right, so... I'm just like, please, no. All right. He's now hopping around in the snow. Equally, yeah. equally furious. Strix is like, and also I met those people that we exchanged gifts with for some reason. <laughs> and they were nicer in this time. Oh, you saw them? How was uh, How was Rosie? Is everyone? Oh, wait. Rosie uh, gave me a hug, so that was nice. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah, uh, we are technically out of initiative, at least for the next hour, while Isaac is a chicken. Uh, <laughs> as, as you look around and survey the scene, apart from the ice sculptures that aren't going anywhere, you can see that the assassins left behind their coach and their ogre zombie, um, who is still strapped to the front of the coach with his big hook hand. Uh, staring off stupidly into space. And uh, there is, you see, after a survey of the surroundings, there's no sign of Miranda or the Shatterkai anywhere. Oh, it's really bad. Or the Strahd doll. Or the Strahd doll. Oh, that's oh. really bad. But the, we see that all of the have stopped, so there's yeah. some indication that Paulton may have changed his mind. So Evelyn gets this this hopeful look on her face, and she peeks in the door she again. Sees, she sees Paulton sitting in a frost-covered chair with a thousand-yard stare, kind of looking through the doorway past you. Is there Paulton, still, like, a you... ward? And you can't, again, again, you're repelled by the ward on the doorway. She's just pressed up against the ward, <laughs> like... <laughs> can I, can I want to check this ward? Did you, yep. did you have a change of heart, Paulton? Boom, boom. Paul's just like, why is it so cold? <laughs> <laughs> I got a 23. For oh, that's excellent. Day. So you believe that these glyphs that hang on this tavern protect it uh, from, so not protect it, they allow only evil to enter. And you believe okay. that you were able to enter the first time because you had the Strahd puppet on you. Ah. Uh. And... Um, but Paulton's still in there. Paulton, that's true. He is still in there because he still has some of the ice in the veins uh, right. from the ring, which is now gone. Well, Strix will turn back to everyone yeah. else and just be like, hey, he's still, it's, uh, these prevent evil from going in there. I wasn't evil. I was holding the doll. Please don't think I'm evil. That's the last <laughs> thing that I am. Please don't hate me. Yeah. And Paulton, <laughs> even, even as you're sort of waiting here, you can feel sort of the, the aura over this establishment trying or waiting to kind of thrust you out. When Evelyn hears that this repels, repulses evil and that Paulton's still in there and then that must mean he's evil, she's kind of like, like shocked and steps back. Like, you know, Strix, if Strix sees that, she's like, just talk to him, Evelyn, please. He's I'm just going to like, 
I'm just going to get up yeah. and just like, I feel it wanting to push me out and yeah. I'd rather just get out on my own accord. Okay. You, you emerge. Elon steps back. Like does, does Paulton look like he's starting to revert back to normal at all? Uh, well, what he's still, he's still sort of, um, pale and thin and, uh, black hair is still there. But the, the sort of the blue veins running through him, those are dissipating and fading. And On my the, way out, can the, I the grab blue, some wine? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, you grab some of the dwarven ale that was brought um, with you yeah. and take it out. And you can see that the blue light in his eyes has gone out and his normal eyes have returned. When uh, he walks out the door past Evelyn and she sees that his eyes are no longer blue, she kind of steps up to him and looks closely at his eyes and then she kind of like touches a, a shock of his black hair and she's like it looks good on you still just straight ahead just like walking through snow yeah, just he, sort of, he sort of walks through snow and kind of just kind of moves sidles around his frozen effigies everywhere until he's like just sort of walking through the, the frozen versions of himself. So, some of them are, some of them have toppled, but they're clearly inanimate at this point. He like stops and just like looks at one. Yeah, it's staring you back with its pl- blank, icy face. He's gonna like chug the entire thing of ale he's got and then just take it and then just like smash it over one of the ice thing's faces. <laughs> you see the face Evelyn's break, break fa- off. Evelyn's face looked really hopeful, and then when she sees this and, like, that he has no interest in talking to her, he's just pissed off, and now he's drinking even more, her countenance changes to this look of just, like, resignation and disappointment. And then she realizes that she doesn't see Miranda anymore. Miranda? She goes inside, or she can't go inside still. Well, Strat, while you guys are doing this, Strix is just going to start taking those stupid runes off the thing and just pulling them off and setting them on fire. And she just... is not able to actually grasp them. Really? Yeah. It's that good of a ward? Who put this on yeah. here? She can't even, okay. she can't disturb them or the building proper. She's just going to keep hitting it with her staff because she's pissed off that someone did but, a better uh, ward than she could but, do. Uh, make a, make a, another intelligence arcana check, Strix. 22. Okay, you believe that while only evil can enter the building, that only applies really so much to creatures. Like, you think a more effective tactic would be to launch fireballs in there to bring the building down from within. I mean, I've never heard a better idea, so I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Wait, okay. hold on. Is Miranda still in there? You don't know. She wasn't in there. She was hanging from that weather vane thing last time we saw her. Last time we saw her, oh, she was well. outside the building. Strix is doing it anyway. Okay, was so Miranda st- real? Strix, yeah, maybe <laughs> she wasn't. Maybe she didn't come with in the, with you in here. Who knows? Actually, you do and remember she's, her like, coming getting in anger you. out. She's just, okay. like, throwing them so hard that she's crying. All right, as Strix hurled, how many are you throwing in there, just out of curiosity? I'm gonna, I don't know. Like, let's just do, like, four. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so fireball after fireball goes off inside the tavern until the entire thing is sort of blown out and downward into a steaming pile of burnt timbers. And Holly, at that point in time, you can see that as it all collapses in 
and turns into rubble that the spell upon it has been destroyed. And now, after it's all fallen, you can go into the wreckage and start tearing all those twig cliffs apart yeah, that's what I'm and ripping them pieces like, and chewing them to pieces. Yeah, she's yeah. just like, no one is going to know that magic better than me! <laughs> By the way, they said that I was a better magicer than Jim. I just want yeah. everyone to know that. And now, now there's just a there's just a smoking pile of uh, gray timbers and the remnants of a blackened stone chimney, which has partially collapsed down upon everything else left. Well, of I the forgot jump. about my dwarf. Is he still there? He, he is still in the tavern. Okay. Buried, buried under the wreckage. Okay. Um. I feel really bad for him, so I'll just, like, dig him up. Okay, when you dig him up, you see that one of his arms is broken off. Oh, God. Uh, uh, hmm. Uh, he's kind of our problem now, so we should probably take him with us. You think, a, you think, a, you think a mending cantrip might be enough to reattach okay. the broken arm? All right. If you have such a thing. I don't have that. <laughs> Evelyn uh, just kind of watches her, like, because she, Evelyn had this, like, hope that there was going to be some sort of beautiful, magical, Disney happy ending, and then that obviously wasn't the case, and she's kind of like, you know, this is because she has no idea what's real anymore, so she just, like, is complete, realizes that nothing she hopes for is happening, she doesn't even know what's real and what's not, and she just watches Strix destroy this building and does not move, and so just, like, Fire, soot, shrapnel, <laughs> like all, and she's just kind of standing there with one side of her covered with this and watching Strix do that. Outstanding. Uh, after like Polton starts smacking up uh, Ice Polton, mm -hmm. uh, Diaz kind of like tugs on Simon's hand a little yeah. bit, just like, come on, and then we'll like hold Simon's hand and yep. lead him back to Polton. Okay. Uh, just hand in hand. Yep. Paul, and when you sort of uh, you hear the crunching of snow behind you, and you see Diaz standing there with Simon, who's who's smiling. Yeah, and then as soon as we get close enough, uh, Diaz will kind of kneel down, like like let go of Simon's hand, mm -hmm. and just kind of like, you know, just like trying to direct him to get back to Paulton. Yeah, Simon will rush toward you, Paulton, and just sort of tackle your kneecaps. <laughs> He just looks at him, doesn't really say anything, but is acknowledging. Just like right. one hand on the head. And yeah. uh, Simon's been away from you for a good long time. This is the longest he's been away from you recently, so he's not letting go anytime soon. Aw. Just, he's just staring. Yeah. A lot of staring going on. And man, it is cold out here. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Dieth will stand back up and just kind of shrug his shoulders and just be like, kept him safe for you. And then we'll return back towards Evelyn and Strix. You see DF Paulton kind of after delivering Simon say that and turn away, heading back. Did you ahead. find Miranda, Dieth? Uh, oh, shit. And then uh, Dieth will start looking around for Miranda. Not even sure what he's really looking for. Was Miranda real? Miranda was real, right? We you had a friend Miranda. named Miranda. Did you see Miranda too? Didn't we have a friend called Miranda at one point? Strix is just looking for portals at this mm. point. She's like, there's got to be a way out of here. Uh, what? Didn't you have a ring before, Paulton? What's, 
how did that? You still got one. You still got one ring, Paulton, and that's the ring of protection that uh, protects you from the death curse. I'm gonna. How far? How far has Diaz gotten from me? Wait, who's not? Who's not? Who's being affected by the death curse right now? Uh, the only one who would be Just affected is Diaz because he's not wearing a ring. Oh, yeah, he looks considerably more fucked up than <laughs> you last That's saw right, him. Yes. I'm gonna, I'll take that ring off. Yeah. And just like throw it to him. Hey. And then, uh, can I, can I use locate creature to see if uh, Miranda's nearby? Sure. Let me just check the range. I think it's a thousand feet. Yeah. Uh, you're right. A thousand feet of you. Uh, you do not sense Miranda within a thousand feet of you. Waffles is here, right? Yeah, Waffles is still here. You told okay. you told her to stand pat. Um, if okay, you if you good. whistle for her or call for her, she will come barreling through the snow. Oh yeah, she was. I told her to stay, and she was sitting there with choppy feet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll so give her a pet. Yeah, she'll come barreling over to you, and her face is just covered with snow. Oh, that must have been fun for her. Yeah, <laughs> knock some of it off. <clears throat> uh, Deeth will take take a glove off and slide that ring on. Okay, you feel better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paulton's gonna look to Strix. Is she still she's still going going ham on that fire? Is that like kind of settled? No, down? she that, started. Yeah. She's yeah. she's That's... staring at the dwarf now, going. Oh, I'm like trying to put his arm back on. <laughs> <laughs> You can, see, yeah. you can see where it's supposed to go. That's not that's not hard, but you can't uh, just you don't think you can just glue it back on. You need to use your uh, magic. Uh, Paulton's gonna turn to Strix. Just be like, what did you do? What do you mean? What did I do? What did you do just now? You did something. The ring was gone, and the elves were gone. Well, the elves. I don't know. I was gonna cut your finger off, but I didn't because you're my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> I'm just saying, I it didn't happen. I had a pocket watch that stopped time, and she like pretends and, and this dwarf because Stop I was they were, they were supposed to help us and I think if the elves are gone I guess is that it did not work for elves I did not know that curiously it was, <laughs> curiously, it was given to you by an elf it was given to me by an elf I did not know I did not know that I was being manipulated I just wanted to help you guys I wanted to help you because you're my family I'm sorry the ring's gone, but it was evil. Well, I'm just like, we need to get that ring back. No, we don't. And just we let need it to, go. And we need to fucking destroy it. No, well, we can destroy it at that a different time. That thing needs to not exist. I mean, I'm glad you agree now. <laughs> so uh, someone's going to figure out where it went. Because that... Oh, I can help. That was fucked. 
Evelyn's very excited. She was like, he was saying they need to get the ring back. She looked super sad. And then she, he said that they needed to destroy it and her eyes lit up and she cast locate object. Strix is like, we're in the shadow fell. Everything's fucked. Okay, the ring is not within 1,000 feet of you. Never mind, I can't help. I don't know what's real. Uh, do you have to kind of walk up and up to Evelyn's side at this point? And like, kind of subtly with like the back of his hand down towards her waist, or just kind of like tap on her, but basically tapping right where she was keeping the sun sword held. She gives it to him. But like holds it, she like is handing it to him. Like you, you put and Diaz like looks at her and kind of like motions to Paulton. She goes. It belongs to him. She looks at it. She walks in gingerly and she goes. <laughs> he just kind of looks at it like. <laughs> Thanks. Now, can we? figure out where that where they went what happened where it is Diaz can you track them or anything uh, I'll try and then they'll kind of scout the perimeter for anything that looks like uh, footprints within snow it should be relatively easy as you scout through the snow and look around uh, you can see yeah that there that uh, three sets of footprints went off in a direction down one of the roads and uh, you can also see, you find uh, Lord Nile in the snow. He looks like he was uh, cut down, backstabbed even. Um, you find... Is he that, like dead dead? Yeah. Isaac's two oh. guards also dead. Uh, the Vistani uh, gypsy wagon is... Uh, they, the, the, the tracks seem to go there and then the wagon takes over and leaves. So the three people got into the Vistani wagon and left. What the hell happened? Is that the same, is that the same wagon that... Uh, Isaac came in. Okay, so that wasn't the, the it's, wagon. It's not, it's not the meat hook wagon. That one is still at the, near the wreckage of the tavern. So the Shadokai left their old, crappy, shitty, uh, zombie-pulled wagon and took the one pulled by the horses that Isaac brought. And apparently they weren't alone. Cut to Miranda. You are sitting in the coach with your two new Shatterkai friends. Um, and you've got the ring. Uh, it is uh, speaking to you in a lovely elven accent, um, telling you of the, the great wonders uh, that uh, it has seen in the hands of so many, but never has it fallen into the hands of one quite so uh, beautiful and charming and gifted in the arts of nature as yourself. And uh, it tells you how it was used to help facilitate the change of seasons and to bring about the beauty of winter. Um, and you still have your face because the Shatterkai were merely joking. And uh, it was a good laugh. 
and uh, you are in the you are in the comfortable. Lavardo is guiding the wagon up top, but you're in back with Nerissiana, and uh, there is some dwarven ale in here, uh, which she finds repulsive. Um, she just sort of feeds that up to Lavardo to keep him warm while he's guiding the horses uh, onward. You've left the snowy region that Paulton created. His domain has sort of collapsed in of itself. And uh, you are moving away with them under the agreement uh, that the ring will never fall into the Waffle Crew's hands again. I'd like to find some string or ribbon or something and tie the ring around my neck. Okay. Yeah, so it just sort of hangs there. And you can feel it as it touches your neck. The, the cold of the Shadowfell does not seem to affect you at all. Um, just, just contact with the ring is enough to grant you that. Um, you also feel like the ring is definitely safer in your hands than anybody else's, and the Shatterkai seem of a mind to agree with you. Both Nerissiana and Lavardo says that they will help you any way they can to get you where you need to go. Do I know where to take it? North. 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 We'll go north. And that's where we'll stop. <laughs> Thought your face was gone. Uh, <laughs> so did I. That was real scary. They only take the faces of those they've been sent to kill, um, but they do like to play. I hate them. <laughs> Right. I, I, I have a funny feeling. I have a funny, funny feeling we're going to see Miranda again. Oh golly! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I want to thank Rachel for making it so far, so long, and Yay. and doing the impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Guys. <laughs> you still have your face. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You should be glad you're still alive and yeah. you still have your face. I don't know if I'm glad about that. I have. No, it's fine. The cold never bothered you anyway. Uh, everything is okay, guys. Yeah. I feel a little dizzy. I kept yeah. forgetting to breathe. Yeah. My face is real bad right now. My cold got way worse. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Miranda, as you're traveling north, occasionally you do see raven sightings. Um, so somebody, somebody's, somebody's watching you, watching out for you. Cool. I'm not All right. Uh, so yeah, I had I had no idea of how that was going to play out. Holy smokes! I'm sad I didn't get to cut his finger off. I know, I know. <laughs> He's a bard. He needs the finger. He, that would that would definitely crimp his bagpipe bagpipe playing. What he said he was bad anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Paulton Ethan was actually even willing to cut off the hand at that point. There was a lot. There was a lot. Paulton has all his fingers and a driving, burning desire to see the Ring of Winter destroyed utterly. Perhaps, perhaps the Waffle Crew will find the way to do that. That would be pretty intense. Because there, mm -hmm. there is a way, but it's not a well-known way. Like all artifacts, there's one way to destroy something. Oh, good. Cool. Yeah. How many Does more? it involve a mountain? Is it, is uh, it no. something that we're <laughs> not qualified to do? Does it involve uh, rituals that have very steep repercussions that we're all aware about? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> a future there story to be told. A future oh. story to be told. Uh, does anybody have any announcements they'd like to share? 
I, uh, I, oh yeah, you go first because you kept your face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Girls Gets Glory is back actually this Sunday. Yay! Uh, this Sunday, same time, same place, D&D Twitch channel. All right. Um, and episode three of my podcast is up, and I made a bunch of mistakes, and I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> your game, Aha. your game, your rules, I'm, your mistakes. I'm God there. That's right. So. And, what, and sorry, what's that podcast called? Mor- uh, I almost Shit called you Miranda. Down. My name is actually Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> Miranda. Moira, Miranda, Rachel is, yeah. They're all the same. They all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit goes down. It's on YouTube right now. It'll be other places eventually when I stop being an old man and figure out how to do stuff technology wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other things going on. A misclicks game coming up, right? Yeah. yeah. So in a half hour, it will be my third session as D&D playing The Lost Minds of Fandelver, which is the fifth edition starter set adventure. Has the power and gone to your head yet? <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know, I think I have not let it go to my head enough, so that's, that's my plan not. for okay. this episode. I'm learning a ton every episode, you know, like you go yes. into it thinking that being a DM is one thing, and then you learn it's not, so you go all the way to the other thing, and then you realize that wasn't really where you should be either, so now, you know, third session, oh, yeah. hopefully I've learned a lot, and, uh, I think today will be really fun. Um, and then also... I'll let Holly talk about our game that we play on Thursdays, but I'm in that one, so watch that on this channel. And then, not D&D related, but like my entire life is revolving around it. On Thursday at 3 3 p.m. is the premiere of Stream On, which is the new Twitch game show that I've been producing. Uh, And I hope you will watch it and tune in and support the streamers who are vying for the grand prize of $60,000 to level up their streaming career. And that's going to be on twitch.tv slash twitch, uh, 3 p.m. Thursday, March 8th. Outstanding. Hey, yeah, and on, on <coughs> sorry. <laughs> on Thursdays, I have a Trapped in the Birdcage, which I've been DMing, and I've been having a lot of fun, and Anna is one of the players, and I might be changing the name in the future to Is Always Sunny and Sigil. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's turned into. I'm um, rich already. <laughs> and this week, uh, this week, um, Ross is coming back to guest because Jimmy will be out of town, unfortunately. Oh. But Ross will be playing an ooze method. So <laughs> oh, no. if you missed Wumbo, why don't you come watch? <laughs> <laughs> it's from watch Ross play five, a real slime ball. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's <laughs> from it's from five to seven before Critical Role, the show that you're waiting to watch. <laughs> you have so much to watch on Thursdays. You tune into Stream on at three. Yep. Come back for Trapped in the Birdcage at five, five, Critical Role at seven. seven. You don't need to do anything on Thursdays. D&D is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not D&D related, but for those of you who watch the anime fairy tale, uh, the movie Fairy Tale Dragon Cry was released on Blu-ray today. I voiced one of the villains. It's a really cool cool movie. So if you guys didn't catch it in theaters, uh, be sure to pick it up and check it out. All right. This weekend, I'll be at EGLX in Toronto, Canada. So if you're in that area and want to come say hi, please do so. What does EGLX stand for? Enthusiast Gamer <laughs> Lur- Large <Expo>. Large <laughs> Sorry. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. I'd buy it. I have no announcements, but I am sort of Enthusiast curious. Enthusiast Gaming Live Expo. There we go. Enthusiast Gaming Live Expo. Live Expo. 
Most of the dead expos, they're they're right. dull, dull yeah. as dirt. Yeah. Um, so that's great. And next week, I have no idea what we're doing. Any thoughts on what you guys are planning to do next as the Waffle Crew? Get uh, out of the Shadowfell. <clears throat> that's a good start. Leave Shadowfell. Yeah. Obtain Shemeshka's items. Finish off Soulmonger. Stop dying. Stop <laughs> dying. And Death Curse, I think, is like primary. Yeah. Not get yeah. killed by mercy killers. There we go. Crippling existential crisis for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now we all got one. Ne next session might be one of those where you kind of work things out as a group. Now that you're sort of re-centered and you got the party, and there are outstanding questions, um, things happening existentially and otherwise. So I look forward to seeing what that episode actually manifests into. Except for we don't know what's real and what's not. <laughs> right, and then there's that annoying little thing. Great. All right, so... Uh, so with, nothing we say matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will the Waffle Crew get out with their uh, senses intact? Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Dice Camera Action. And once more, thank you, Rachel, for joining us. You were a spectacular Yay! guest. Yay! And uh, until next week, take care of each other, and arrivederci. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on Tomb of Annihilation, head to dnd.wizards.com slash toa, or if you have any questions about the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.